This call is being recorded. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is WordPress. It's a finisher. Anyone on the call have to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Happy Friday. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? A lot better. Do I sound normal now? (laughs) Yes, you do, Susie. Have a wonderful day. You too. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Shantae. Good morning. Good morning, Shantae. Good morning. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is World Princess. I'm your greeter. Anyone on the call would like to say good morning on this triumphant Tuesday? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is World Princess the Finisher, and I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone on the call right to say good morning? Oh. Who was that? Tuesday to you, Yvonne. Have a great day. You too. Go morning. Oh, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. And what about you? Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is World Princess of Finisher, and I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone on the call right to say good morning? Good morning, family. This is Veronica. Good morning, Sister Veronica. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Thank you. Same to you. Have an awesome day. 
Anyone else have to say good morning? Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is where Prince is the finisher, and I'm your greeter. Anyone at home like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is World Princess, the finisher. I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone on the call would like to say good morning? Love to hear your sound. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who's on the call? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is where Princess I'm the finisher and I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone on the call ready to say good morning? Yes, hi, good morning, Ms. Um, Mona. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to you, Mona. Have a great day. You too. Anyone else like to say good morning on this triumphant Tuesday? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is World Princess to finish it, and I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone on the call would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and get started. Okay, it's time to move on to the next segment of the call. Before we move forward, we ask you to mute your line so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is Tarina, a.k.a. World Princess, the finisher, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. We want to thank you for joining us in July. We hope you were blessed. 
Be sure to join us in August as the new theme will be called The Called. You don't want to miss the messages, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declarers. There are two announcements today. Please join us for TNT Bible Study with Pastor Lavelle Jones tonight right here on the call from 7 to 8 p.m. Pacific Time. Second, if you have been blessed by the call and would like to sow into it, please visit declarevictory.org or, or paypal.me forward slash declarevictory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in him. There is no prayer request from the app. The order of the call is Declaration Elizabeth Hudson. Praying a corporate praise is pretty Patrice. Then we go right into closing comments hosted by Declare Elizabeth. I repeat, Declaration of Elizabeth Hudson. Praying a corporate praise, pretty Patrice. Then we go right into closing comments hosted by Declare Elizabeth. The scripture today is Isaiah 42.1. Look at my servant, whom I strengthen. He is my chosen one, who pleases me. I have put my spirit upon him. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and the doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call over to Declare Elizabeth. Have a blessed and wonderful day, everyone. Elizabeth, if you're speaking, we cannot hear you. Good morning, family. Well, let's get ready to triumph. I'm always excited uh, to come into your homes and to share wherever you are, ways on how we can triumph and have triumph every day, not just on Tuesday. So today I just want to take the time to uh, come and share with you. We are in a series um, entitled Called, and I think it, it's most appropriate uh, for this time of, of year that we um what we have been experiencing um, these last couple of weeks, these last couple of months to understand um, that we are called nonetheless. Um, but on today, I want to talk from the subject called uh, to forgive, um, called to forgive. Um, we live in an hour where everyone is in ministry. Everyone uh, seems to be called to something. Uh, whether uh, they call themselves or whether God calls them, uh, everyone is called until it's time to forgive. Um, it's until it's time to clear or to release or liberate a particular person or a place. Um, nobody really wants to be called. Um, nobody really wants to be called to the place of forgiveness. Um, to forgive is the moment we stop being angry or resentful towards an offense or a mistake. Um, it is the ability to cancel the debt of the individuals or the individual that handled you incorrectly. 
Um, I, I, I'm very much aware that we may be called to the fivefold ministry. We may be called apostles. We may be called uh, evangelists and teachers and prophets and intercessors. But one thing that we are all called to, and that is the call to forgive. Despite the scenario, despite what has happened, uh, we are called to forgive. And many times uh, we like to play the victim or we like to play the victim game, but we also have to realize and be honest that uh, there are times where we have been the aggressor. And so in that uh, mindset and then to that point, we too have to learn how to forgive ourselves. We are still called to forgive, whether we're forgiving others or whether we are forgiving ourselves. And not only are we called to forgive, but we also have this ministry called the Ministry of Reconciliation once forgiveness is happening. And so with reconciliation, that is my ability to reconcile uh, the relationship. It's my ability uh, now to 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 make sure that I can now go my way or they can go their way. But there is peace now in the valley. And uh, as I begin to think about being called to forgive, I was able to uh, look at a one particular character in scripture by the name of Joseph. According to Genesis 37, Joseph was called to forgive. Yes, he was a dreamer. And yes, um, he did great and wonderful things. But he was called to forgive. At the end of the day, by the time you get to Genesis 50, Joseph, the greatest calling on his life, what he was able is that he was able to forgive. Uh, there, if when you look at the story, and I won't insult your Sunday school education, but Joseph went from transition to transition to transition. He went from offense, 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 but nevertheless, Joseph always found himself forgiving. When I begin to look at the story, Genesis 37 picks up and it begins to talk to us how Joseph's, uh, he had a dream and then, and he began to tell his father and he began to tell his family his dream and, and immediately the brothers envied him. They despised him because he was a dreamer. Uh, his father even rebuked him for dreaming. But the Bible says that his father, Jacob, also uh, pondered the thought. Well, with that being said, I, I, I was okay until uh, we begin to look in scripture how Father Jacob allowed little Joseph to go check on brothers, brothers that despised him, brothers that envied him. And I, I had a problem with that because now here you have this dreamer, this favorite child, this one uh, that the father loves so much. He now, uh, he, he's favored without protection. He's favored uh, to the place uh, that he's now allowed to go and to check on people and to do uh, what the father has sent him to do, but there's no protection. And I had to had to kind of step back and kind of see how that plays out in our lives. And, and, and sometimes our inability to forgive is because we felt unprotected as children. I'll say that again. Sometimes our inability to forgive or our struggle to forgive is because when it, at the moment that it mattered the most, there was nobody that protected us. And so I couldn't understand for the life of me, why would uh, the father send him down there knowing that this brothers, these brothers had these issues towards him. As I began to look, I had to look into my own life. I had to look into my own uh, situation and kind of wonder how is it and why is it that uh, I was allowed to be put into some positions and into some situations knowing that this person or these people had these type of tendencies. And, and, and that began my healing process, that I had to learn how to forgive 
those that knowingly or or haphazard knowingly that something could happen, but you still allowed me my innocence. You still allowed me to be pushed in and, and allowed me to 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 be exposed to some things before my time. And so uh, my friend, my triumphant friend on today, as, as Joseph began to, to go on without going on in his life, the Bible then records to us that as Joseph uh, is now down in Dothan, his brothers decide that they're going to, uh, they're going to now sell him. They're going to try to get rid of him. They're going to try to get rid of his favor. They're going to try to get rid of his good name. And the Bible says that they put him in a pit and they ate while he was screaming in the pit. Well, I had another problem with that because now that's adding insight to injury. That's adding a little bit more misery. So uh, I, I, I can only imagine that Joseph could hear them. They're eating, but he's stuck in a pit. He's eating. You guys are eating and having a good time and you're plotting my demise and I can hear you. I'm in earshot. I can hear these plans that you have for me. I can hear this ill conversation that you're having about me. I come to help somebody on today. There are many that will be near your ear gate. There are many that you'll be able to pick up and hear conversations of how they despise you, how they plan to do you evil, but nevertheless, we are still called to forgive them. There is a process nevertheless, but at the end of the day, I'm called to forgive what you intended to do for me. But I know one thing is for sure. Although the enemy meant evil for him, and although the enemy despises and he means evil for us, God is going to turn that thing around for our good by way of the process of being called to forgive. You know the story. The Bible says that Joseph, he now is sold to the Ishmaelites. He's now, he goes now to Potiphar's house. He has an issue with Potiphar's wife. And nevertheless, the Bible goes on to tell us that at some point in time, Joseph is now reconciled back to his brothers. The Bible goes on to say that he now, with such a forgiving heart, he now, after being processed through the palace, oh God, I come to tell somebody, we, we get excited about going to the palace, but you got to understand from the pits of the palace is the process. The whole point of the palace was to process all of the hurt. The whole point of the palace was to process all of the pain and to usher in the call of forgiveness. It was to usher in his ability to, to forget or not so much forget, but to 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 release and to exonerate uh, his father, to release and exonerate his brothers, to release and to exonerate Potiphar's wife, to release and to exonerate the people that said, "I'll remember you when I get out." All of these are things that we experience on day to day, my family. All of these are things that we go through where one will say, "Ah, oh, you know what? I'm going to do that favor for you," and they never do. And it's one thing after another thing after another thing, and if we're not careful, we'll find ourselves walking in, in, in unforgiveness. We'll find ourselves walking in offense. We'll find ourselves walking in bitterness. We'll find ourselves isolating from individuals and not wanting to be bothered. Can I tell you that once we get to the place where we don't want to be bothered and we feel like that we can live this life without people, a root of bitterness somewhere, somehow is taking place because I tell you, God is a God of relations, a God of a God. God is a God of relationship. He is a relational God. So when we get to a point where we have been overtaken by unforgiveness, we have to remember that God is relational. 
That means at some point I have to steal away and lift my hands and say, unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. God, I lift up my wounded heart. I lift up, God, these offenses. God, help me to see where is the root of this thing because you are relational. And every blessing that you are going to bring my way is going, is going to be by way of an individual. Family. God is not Amazon and blessings. He's you're not going to walk outside and, and God sent the Amazon guy to deliver your blessings. That's not how any of this works. It's not going to pop out the sky. It's not going to fall out the sky. But God is going to use individuals. He's going to use relationships. Bless you. So there's an imperative that we learn how to walk in the place of forgiveness. It's imperative that we walk in the call that is on our life. in to live with him and to and to share uh, his wealth to to share uh what all that he has accomplished to take part in he basically upgraded their lives he began to share in the moment he began to now alone for what he missed and so oftentimes we can we can do that we can long for the people that uh we missed because of the offense and so by that by that way we now shut off all discernment we shut off all uh, possibilities uh, that they would do it again. Can I tell you something? Forgiving an individual does not mean that I allowed them to do the same thing again. Forgiving you does not mean I allow you to walk over me again. Forgiving you does not allow, does not mean that I'm going to allow you to continue to abuse me. I'm not a doormat. When I forgive, I set down. Let me say that again. When you are learning forgiving, forgiving individuals, it is imperative that you set boundaries. It is okay to give yourself permission to look on the inside and find out where your boundaries are. What are your borders? What will you allow and what will you not allow? It is okay now to say, you know what? We have been down this road before. I don't want to go there anymore. But from here on out, I would prefer that you did X, Y, and Z because I'm called to forgive. I don't want to offend. So it is okay for you to set boundaries. Joseph never set boundaries. Joseph invited them all back in. He forgave them. He, he accepted their sorries and they came on back in. And I thought it was a wonderful story until Genesis 50 around Verses 15, I believe the Bible records that uh, the father, Jacob, he passes away. Jacob, uh, Jacob dies. And it's nothing like death that brings out uh, the calamity and the unspoken uh, ill wills of individuals in a family or in a relationship. The Bible says that Jacob passes away if they go and bury him. And on their way back, uh, the, the the brothers get together and they send a messenger and they, they tell Joseph, don't forget, you know, you, you, you're supposed to forgive us. Don't forget. Uh, you, you made an agreement that, that you would you would overlook all our evil. And Joseph said something that was amazing. First of all, his reaction was that how is it that you are still living in yesterday when I forgave you? Why are you still bringing up old things? Let me help you. When you are called to forgiveness, we have to have the capacity for individuals that are still going to test the boundaries and test the limits, trying to figure out if your forgiveness is true, if, if your forgiveness is real. 
what we must do as mature believers is not become offended. It's because somewhere in them, they lack the, uh, the, the ability to forgive um, in a total sense. They, they lack the ability. They have yet to tap into the fact that you can forgive and move on and not hold grudges. I'll say that again. When you begin to mature, you learn how to uh, move forward and not hold grudges. You know, you learn how to forgive and not keep a, a tally. You don't keep a record of who did what and who shot John and how many times I've said sorry. No, you just forgive and you move on. And so J Joseph was totally broken by this act. He, he, he began to say, how is it that you can come and, and, and say this to me? And they came and they began to cry and they began to weep and they began to do all of these antics. And it was amazing because the, 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 the death of the father, the situation allowed uh, what was in their heart to be exposed. The situation allowed uh, us to see and for Joseph to see that, that although they're around you, good God, although that they're there, uh, there's still some residue. There's still another level that has to take place. And Jacob and Joseph said something to them. He said, am I in the place of God? In other words, he says, do the vengeance, do I hold vengeance in my hand? I come to free somebody on today. The Bible is sure as you can hear my voice that vengeance belongs to God. There is no sense of us staying up all night. There's no sense of us trying to retaliate and get back at individuals. There's no sense of running their name down. There's no sense of doing all of that. God is a God that sees the good and he sees the evil. Rest in the assurity that God will repay back the wicked for what they have done. I come to tell somebody be free on this triumph on Tuesday from every individual, from every situation, everything that has caused you grief, that has caused you pain. Some of us are not um, operating to our maximum capacity because there's a level of unforgiveness that is operating in our lives. May today be the day that you say no more. God will repay. God will God will fight for me. Matter of fact, the scripture tells us that God takes pleasure in repaying our enemies. And I come to tell you on today, be free today. Walk in your call to forgive. Walk in the beauty and the liberty of being able to release and to liberate and to clear a person. It's not even so much for them, it's for you because we were not designed to walk around full of anger and animosity and, 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 and resentment. No, 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 no. Not on a triumphant Tuesday. Today be the day that you remind yourself, I'm triumphant over this. I'm not going to allow this to steal my joy. I'm not going to allow this to steal my peace. I'm going to forgive. And I mean forgive for real, not church forgive, where we, you know, like, oh, I, I forgive you. And we hug them and we, you know, and then by the time we get into the car, we rehearse the whole situation and now we're angry again. No, no, no. You you just lied. That's not forgiveness. Um, that's a, just a whatever you did, but that's not it. Because what you really want to do is you want to come to the Lord and you want to get into prayer. Sometimes we may even have to fast because that, that thing was very painful. Well, I'll never neglect that it's not painful. I'll never say that that's, you know, you should get over it. No, no, no. What I am saying is that we do have to move forward. So whatever the offense is. And jo Joseph said something. He said, am I in the place of God? 
I can't call vengeance to you. And I, I have some own, and I'm not talking uh, just because I have nothing I'm from a place of, of not understanding. I'm healing myself, triumphant friends and family. I'm healing myself. And so because I'm not in the place of God, I choose to be in a God place. I, I, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't vindicate myself. I can't do any of those things. I can't uh, cause another person to, 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 you know, pay for their mistakes. But what I can do is be in the place of God. I can be in the God place. What do you mean in the God place? The God place is where I make sure that my heart is right, that I make sure that my hands are clean. Being in the God place means that on purpose, on purpose, if I have to journal the pain, Whatever I have to do to get this out of my heart. Some of us are waiting for God to send us, you know, to send me God to the nations and send me God to sing over the world. And, and, and you want to do all of these great exploits, but you're failing to forgive. And if we don't forgive, it stops here. If you can't forgive, there's no sense. Don't put your face on another flyer. Don't, don't send out another business card. Because in all relationships, whether in all relationships, there's a place where two people can disagree and there be an offense. But we have to quickly learn how to forgive. There are marriages that could be saved if we just simply learn how to forgive. Forgive like Christ forgave. I remember that the, the Bible talks about how the disciples came and said, Jesus, how many times should we forgive? And he said, seven times 70. In other words, as much as you need to forgive quickly, forgive quickly. I noticed that when I don't forgive quickly, the story takes on a whole nother other story because then I started adding. Come on, I wish I had two honest people. I started adding expressions. So they must have meant this. And so you've been thinking that off. I, I add on because now my emotions, my feelings, they're crushed. It's, it's, it's very imperative that we forgive quickly. We're all called to forgive. The Bible says that Joseph told them what you meant for evil. God used it. He's using it that I might save a people. There are some things that happen in your life. It wasn't for your demise, but it was that you would save a people, that you would tell somebody how to recover, that you would tell somebody how to forgive. You would show somebody the way of how you, you truly get released, how you truly get delivered from being offended. All offense is, is that my ends are off. I'll say that again. All offense is, is that my ends are off. My emotions are off. My outlook is off. But God allowed that very thing, that one thing that you, that, that, that you just think, seem like you can't let it go. The thing that haunts you in secret is that thing that God is after. Yeah. Sometimes we say, oh, I just need to forgive this. But there's really something deeper. I challenge you to go deeper. I challenge you to say, God, where, 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 where did this come from? Why do I act like this? Why do I do these type of things? Because oftentimes it's because I didn't forgive. And there are times where we could not forgive and we built up this wall. And I mean, nobody can get through it because we said in our heart, I'll never allow that to happen again.
I'll never allow anybody into that space again. But I come to tell you, God has called you to be free. The blood at Calvary's cross has caused you to be free, even from that. Even, even if you were the aggressor, even if you were the one that introduced, even if, the, even if it was you that began it, even if it was you, you say, you know what, God, I was really wrong. I shouldn't have done that. Forgive you. It's okay. Give yourself permission today to be free, to walk in the call to forgive. Free yourself. Free yourself. No longer walk around being chained and being shackled to pain. Joseph had to. Call recording off. He had to forgive. He had to forgive. He had to forgive in order for any of it to make sense. I come to share. This call is being recorded. You have to forgive in order for the, the A and the B to connect. Some of us are trying to figure out, God, this doesn't make sense. But it's the fact that we're trying to kind of figure it out within our own strength. But it's to simply, once we forgive, it'll all make sense. Once we, relate, once we let it go, it'll all make sense. Once you forgive the cousins, it'll make sense. Once you forgive the ex-husband, once you forgive the old friends, it'll all make sense. It'll all make sense that you are stronger than you thought, that you can take more than you thought you could, that you are more than a conqueror, that you are a survivor. Joseph said something. He said, what you meant for evil, that, that's a hard thing. That's a hard reality to grasp because when you say you meant it, that means you didn't just, you know, plan and no, you meant that. You, you, you planned that. You, you put that together for my evil. But even the things that you meant to destroy me, I can forgive you. Even those things that you set up all night and you plotted and you planned for my downfall, I can still forgive you. And I can still love you with the love of Jesus Christ. I can still show you love. I can still show you love. If you call me, I, I, I can still come and not be bitter because I've learned how to forgive. I've learned to be called to the place with God. And in the place with God, I'll continue to pray for you and I'll continue to pray for me. I understand my trying for Tuesday, friend. It's not going to be easy, but it is something that we can conquer. It is something that we can do because we must keep in mind that God is a God of relations. He is a God of relationships. And how can we say that we love the father whom we never seen and we struggle with our brother and our sister every day? There are times that you may have to forgive and in, in, in forgiving, just us being in the same room may not, may not work right now until I mature to that place. However, whatever you have to do, we, you have to do it to be free. You have to do it to be free. We're called to forgive. We're called to a lot of things, but more than so, we're called to forgive people. We're called to forgive the offenses. We're called to that. Absolutely, we are called with, without a shout of a doubt. And I know you say, well, I don't want to keep bringing up old things, but it's the old things that keep showing up when at the unopportune time because we fail to deal with them and handle them properly. 
Let God process, let him process you through the pain. Let him process you. It's uneasy. It doesn't always feel good. And come on, let's be honest. It's going to be some days where you're going to say, I don't, don't want to do this. I No thanks, I'll pass. The tears are going to flow. The memories are going to happen. But nevertheless, nevertheless, you can get through it. You're triumphant. You're more than a conqueror. The strength of God is on the inside of you. You can do it. You got it. You have victory and you have power. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. As we transition throughout the day, we go throughout the day today. Keep those things before you. Keep those things on your mind. Keep those things before God and say, God, I got to be free. I deserve to be free. I long to be free. I can no longer live in this. Oh, God. I can no longer live in this pain. I can no longer live haphazardly. I, I'm only living at 75%. God, I, I want to be free. I've been called to a lot of things, but more so, I've been called to forgive and I've been called to live. So until we meet next week, get ready for your next triumph and always declare your victory. Pretty Patrice. This is Beverly. I'm going to stand in for Pretty Patrice. I'm going to pray for her. Um, Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you for uh, Tarina and her commitment to greet and host. And we thank you for declaring Sister Elizabeth for the message that opened our eyes to being called to forgive. Thank you, God, for Joseph, the man who was called to forgive. Thank you for canceling the debt, Lord. We humble ourselves this morning. Forgive us for our sins and cleanse us from all wrongdoings, God. Fill us with uh, the knowledge of your will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding that we may live and conduct ourselves in a manner worthy of you. Forgive us for our, uh, of all our iniquities, God. Fill us with the knowledge of your will and all the wisdom and spiritual understanding that we may live and conduct ourselves in a manner worthy of you. We come to you proclaiming that you are all powerful and all loving. You are our tower of strength. You are our ever present help in times of trouble. Thank you for allowing us to go deeper in you, allowing us to stand on your word without any ifs, ands, or buts, only confidence and strength that only you can give us. God, we thank you for the gift of life and the opportunity to serve the people you created. Help us to act with character and faith. Help us to listen with understanding and goodwill. Help us to speak with care and without limits. God, give us spirit. Give us a spirit of service. Remind us that we are stewards of your authority. Guide us to be leaders of your people's needs. Help us to see the humanity and dignity of those who disagree with us. And to treat all people, no matter how weak or poor, with the respect your foundation deserves. Father, renew us with the strength of your presence and the joy of helping to build a community worthy of the people. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that we were created. Every breath we take, every morning we get up, and every moment of every hour we live under your power. We say thank you for that. Lord, today I pray for our children. 
keep them safe each and every day. Give your angels special charge over them. Give them favor and high esteem in your sight, Lord. Protect them from the bullies. Protect them from bad influences. Protect them from anybody who wants to violate them. Protect them from all hurt, all injury, and all threats. Keep their minds fresh, Father God. Keep them, Father God, from moving from one side to the other, God. We just thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Keep them, Father God, I pray that they have clear understanding. And when challenges come, you give them, but they, but they not give up. I thank you, God, for them. Lord God, Jesus, you reached out your arms of blessings and said to the little children, come unto me. Lord, give relief to our our sisters and brothers that are dealing with illnesses, heal their bodies. Miracle signs and wonders, Father God, show them that who you are. Let the people see who you are. When the doctor says there is no hope, show them God, show them God that there is. When the doctor says you only have a few days, show them, Lord, that you will extend their time. Thank you, God. Comfort them. Comfort the bereaved families, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Let them have peace. Father God, and let them stay unified. Bless our married couples, Father God. Marriage is an incredibly hard, but ha- but but when handled correctly, it is incredibly beautiful. Remind them prayer makes marriages stronger. Let them regain clarity, find peace, so that their faith in you, God, is strengthened. For those who are struggling in their relationships, speak life into it. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Marriages have an enemy, and the enemy who wants to steal, the enemy who wants to steal, kill, and destroy, wants to devour your marriage. The most powerful weapon that you have over your marriage is prayer. Pray, pray, pray for your marriage. Father God, I pray for life partners to be just that, life partners. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way It's it, or it, it is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It, is, it does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. Love never loses faith. It's always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Father God, I just thank you. I thank you. And Father God, I ask that you look down in grace and mercy on all single men and women. I pray that during the time of waiting, that you would guard our hearts and our minds with declaration that you know the desires and needs of our hearts and that in your time and in your way, you will deliver into our lives the person that you have been preparing for us. Lord, give us a holy boldness in prayer. Lord, give us a holy boldness in our relationship. Let them know who, who we are. Our Father, which art in heaven, today I give thanks for our government and elected officials holding public office that they are given discernment. I pray, Lord, that it will support platforms that bring deliverance to the disadvantaged <coughs> and defend those who <coughs> and defend those, Father God, who cannot help themselves. I thank you, Father God, that that it may be a significant administration that is honored because it has served you well. 
I establish the laws, Father God. I thank you right now in the name of Jesus. The decrees, the systemizations, the bills, the agreements, and the constitutions are changed and are changed in our favor so that we may prosper in the place of our assignment and, and the land in which we live. We are here with thankful hearts for all blessings you have given us, Father God. We ask for wisdom and understanding. We pray, Lord, that our president will understand, Father God, those that have something on their heart against that president, our president, Father God, we ask, Lord Jesus, that we forgive in a mighty way. Father God, let the president understand that implications of each decision made and each conversation and all policy negotiations. Lord, I pray wisdom for the major decisions, the potential groundbreaking decisions that have the ability to change the shape of our nation for years to come. Keep our cities, communities, and our states safe through your will. I pray right now in the name of Jesus for our church families, our pastors, that they do not lose focus and their families to keep in alignment with you. God, fight for them. Hallelujah. Thank you for that. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Thank you for the mission of kingdom building and they staying focused on you and realizing that they, that we can go deeper in you, realizing that the strength, the options you graced us with. Thank you for creating those echoes. Thank you for the teacher, Joseph, that brought an amazing walk of bringing clarity and understanding. May we be bold in sharing the gospel in our daily encounters. May we be bold in sharing with our families and friends. Lord, we pray right now in the name of Jesus that our love for you would be easily seen by those who know us. May we stir up courage to speak of our love for you. May we, our dedication to you grow strong and steady, and may our light burn brightly for you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you because you have brought us together. We thank you because we are sure that we sit in the seat of your guidance today. Thank you for the messages you whisper to us each day and every moment, each day. But fear the Lord, Father God, and live in a way that pleases you. Hallelujah. Lord and Father, we bless your holy name and give you praise and honor and glory. We ask for your continued grace upon us which you have ordained for your your own purpose. We ask that you cause us to fulfill it as we hear from you. We believe you have designed us in this nation to be a light and to be champions of freedom and justice. Intervene and bring out direction. Father God, we just thank you in the name of Jesus. We believe you have created us in a way so that we may be able to see People may be able to see who we are. Intervene, intervene, Father God. We call for your ways to be restored to us, open to us, and displayed through us as a people. We move as we move in our midst, then push out of us those called to release your purpose to the nation of the earth. Let eternal light shine from this place. Let the good news of the gospel and the salvation of every kind flow from us to the world. Have your way, God. We pray these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. As we take our phones off mute, we corporately pray to honor you, God Almighty. Lord, I pray that you are taking us down this road, Father God, that you would use us as a sanctified vassal, not only to pour out mercy and love without measure on the other people, on other people people, but that you 
would use me, Father God. Use us to encourage others to show the same mercy and forgiveness. Take your phones off mute and have them and thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for their, from our brothers and sisters in the body of Christ and in the wider world beyond, Lord. I know that in our and of ourselves, we have nothing that can come commends us for this special ministry of mercy and edification. For I know without Christ we can do all things that strengthen us. But praise God that in Christ we can do things. We can do all things. For he has given us strength. May we be worthy clay in the and commit. You to shape us into the person that you would have us to be. And you use us in a way that we love you, Lord, 
by our feelings. Help us to embrace anything that comes our way as an opportunity to see you at work, as an opportunity to point others to you. Thank you that you love us and nothing can ever take that away from us. Even if we fail today and fall short, you whisper your unconditional love deep into our soul and remind us that your mercies are new every morning. And that's truly amazing, Lord. Thank you for meeting with us today. Thank you for gaining gaining more into it, putting more into us today. Thank you, Father God. Would you wake us up again tomorrow with that same sweet whisper of your love? In the name yes, of Jesus, I pray. In Jesus' name, as I pass the call back to our declarer. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Well, good morning, family. Amen. I'm going to open up the floor for any comments or questions or uh, any any um, anyone want to uh, have, if you have anything that you want to say, amen, on this morning, now is the time. Amen. Is your opportunity. Hey, hey, hey. Well, good morning, Lady Elizabeth. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Tuesday. Triumphant <laughs> Tuesday. It is. It is. It is. I know, super glad um, to hear your voice this morning. Um, I guess more than anything, thankful and very, very grateful um, just to have another opportunity to be reminded of how important and how powerful forgiveness actually is. Um, Just on the heels of me returning from traveling, um, doing some intensives and some studies, this is super on point and will lend to and lead right into um, tomorrow's declaration based on our theme this month, which is the call. So I first want to say good morning, everybody. I'm so glad to be home, but even more so grateful um, just to have uh, the chance to say the power of forgiveness. I want to give a really quick testimony. Some of the things that um, I learned while I was out, I love how the Holy Spirit works, um, are right on the heels of what you just shared this morning. Um, We went through some very powerful steps um, during the course of uh, my training. And as soon as I finished some forgiveness exercises, and some renunciations and some approaching the throne of grace. Uh, I got a text message from my mother. I tried calling her while I was there because I was so excited. And um, you talked about how death and grief, uh, how large of a role it can play in kind of mm-hmm. finding out who's who, what's what, and you know, um, some serious family dissension occurs as a result mm-hmm. of that. And so when my grandmother passed, um, my mother and my aunt, like, fell out big time and not not really behind money. Um, There was so much more to it. Uh, But my text message said, now we started with, at first, a week ago was a text message after a forgiveness discussion. Well, this time they had a two and a half hour phone call 
and they Praise forgave God. one another and they cried wow. and they rejoiced and they grieved the time that they had lost. Right. Um, and I'm just excited. I'm excited about what God is doing. Um, you know, and I just wanted to share that to give hope to somebody. There may be somebody you are holding a grudge against or somebody you're frustrated with or, you know, some family stuff or drama has happened in the course mm-hmm. of um, loss and grief because it does. It happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just wanted to remind everyone that there is hope and I'm excited for this leg of the journey as forgiveness is like a constant um it's echoing in the spirit and it is coming out in the natural so thank you uh lady Hudson for sharing um I absolutely love you and I'm going on mute (laughs) (laughs) amen amen I I mean God he is amazing um because I this this whole conversation came about because I was um at my uncle's home and um and realizing that I needed to heal um from some things and I said I need to heal from some things that happened to me as a child and that that opened up my ear gate and my understanding and my heart to God and saying God I can no longer live at 75 percent because I I've, I've held people hostage for so long and so um, just to hear you say that, Dion, is amazing and that God is ready. He's ready to pour out the grace of reconciliation and he's ready. And that's why the enemy fights us so he wants our families and our marriages and our relationships to be plundered. But God is ever ready to make sure that we're reconciled and we forgive. Yes, that's good. And that's. That's the absolute truth. I am confident. I, I, I'm, I'm, and, and I'm, and I'm okay with, and I'm okay with the process. I, for a minute, I, I was afraid of the process because I knew it, re, it would require honesty. It would require right. my heart. It would require my feelings. But you get to a point in time and a, a point in your life that God, whatever it takes, I'm really all in. Right. Right. Seriously. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really all in. Right. My my declaration in this season is freedom will cost you everything. Yes. 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 Old mindset. Mm-hmm. How you think it should play out. Which I realize there are some people that don't have the capacity to give me the apology that I've held them at gunpoint for for so for so long. They don't right. have the capacity. And so I have to be okay with that. I can't give you something you don't have. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I absolutely It'll make can't. you stop asking for, for things that people don't have. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so with that, you know, I have to now live my best life. Now I have to stop living my life and the expectations and the hopes that they'll come aboard. I just have to mm-hmm. forgive them and move on and still love them. If you call me, I'm there. But still move on. Free them and free yourself. Mm-hmm. Free yourself. Good. That's good. Amen. Amen. Anybody else have anything? You know, this is this is one of those um, discussions that if if I 
call it correctly, that whole forgiveness idea or thought process is just a difficult one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not fun to talk about because mm-hmm. in your mind, you saying, hmm, you will see. <laughs> they mm-hmm. shouldn't have did X, Y, X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's showing not one of the things you want to wake up and hear, oh, no, I could have went back to sleep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not one of those things that you want to when you want to hear something else. Not forgive, not forget these coworkers that I know that's lying on me in the break room. No, hold on, lady. But but <laughs> but but that I mean, and actually, I wanted to take another route. If the Lord said no, call to forgive. So I pray that a seed has been sown on today. That even this 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 conversation that. And this declaration has been the key to unlock the door. Good morning. And that will push us, amen, into forgiveness. Amen. Good morning. This is Ravonda. How you doing? Good morning. How are you? Girl, I'm fine. <laughs> I, I, ain't, I, I ain't even going to talk about how the morning started, and then here we are with forgiveness. And I don't <laughs> Here we go. Well, well, Bishop Jake say it's the final frontier, and meaning it is the place where you ain't crossing over till you master this. Right. Until we master it, you know, and to say, and we're called to do it. It is a part of us accepting even um, when we accept the, the call of salvation and even when we accept the call in uh, to to become practitioners of our faith um, to a, a, a commensurate level, because there is no way that God is going to give us, here it is, uh, give us a platform um, to, and I don't mean just a, 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 a wooden place. I'm talking about um, even when we catch the audience of people's ears and we don't know, and we don't practice forgiveness. I don't mean, I, and I don't mean just, um, we're not practitioners of forgiving, you know, uh, because um, uh, as we do it, it's not an exact science, just like Matt, it's not exact, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it looks different all the time, you know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that should be, um, that should be the final frontier of our heart. Mm-hmm. If, if mm-hmm. I, get, I, I get it, you know, like you said, some people desire to be places in you know, in ministry, it's nothing wrong with wanting to um, be before great people. It's nothing wrong with that. I hear people all the time say, "I never wanted to do this. I never wanted whatever." Well, there's some things I want to do, and you know mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. Before I can do it, I realize that I have to be a practitioner of my faith, and one, and and along with that, intertwined with that, is forgiveness. When you hear my name, when when people speak my name. I don't want people to say she was a bitter woman. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, I, I don't want people to say that, you know what, she walked around and she spewed crazy, foolish talking and all this kind of stuff and watch out what you say to her and how you say it, you know, or whatever, because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, then we become these people who are, uh, are uh, the Bible talks about um, whenever we, uh, people who are offended are like a fortified city, that mm-hmm. there's nothing that's able to get in and then there's nothing, nothing able nothing to get that out. Come out. Mm-hmm. Honey, that, that's just like eating a tough piece of steak. Mm-hmm. Horrible. 
You can right. never digest it. And I want to be digestible. I want to be consumable. I want people, whenever I, I speak, that they hear, that you, they can hear my testimony before I even speak it. They mm-hmm. sense it. They sense that because I needed to be forgiven much, I forgive much. Right. You know? Right. And, right. and if we... Guess what? And if we don't learn, if we don't learn this lesson and if we don't practice it, God, the Holy Spirit is going to give, put us in situations. And yes, he will. He will he put knows. us in situations where we yes. got to forgive. You and either do it really out. Mm-hmm. Yes, he will. You know, mm-hmm. t- t- you barely have your mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell you. Tell you barely have your mind. I want to be, I want my middle name to be Ravonda Forgiveness Williams. Right. And you know what? And the and the and, and the caveat to all of that, I mean, when I got that revelation that you won't go no farther than you are now with all your gifts and all your talents, you'll forfeit your own gifts and own call if you don't learn how to forgive wholeheartedly, mm-hmm. not this fake little this little fake forgiveness that you be doing. Mm-hmm. No, I'm talking about really forgive them. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. really, really forgive them. Mm-hmm. You won't go no further. And no further. And most, and a lot of times people don't even, I don't, I don't know if you can under, if people feel that they should understand it first or feel it first. I don't know what it is that, that holds us up because, you know, when I, when I think about what Jesus extends to us every day, every day and the the predication on us receiving it is we confess it you know that the, the predication on us receiving his forgiveness is we we already have it but accessing it is when we acknowledge that god i'm wrong you know that, mm-hmm. that i think the word for is homologeo when we say what it is don't just say i was wrong mm-hmm. what you do what did you do because what it mm-hmm. does is it talks it, talks, it speaks back to us when i said when i said you know what this is this is what i did it speaks back to me it's different mm-hmm. than I'm just saying I'm sorry. No, it goes right. further, you know. Right. And when we think about that, you know, we, we walk in a way that, you know, number one, I don't want to be offensive. It changes mm-hmm. our whole behavior and demeanor. And because we are the called, we have to walk at a commensurate level. God has called us. Now we're aware. He said, you know what, we are the circumcision, we worship God in the spirit, and we rejoice in Christ Jesus, and we put no confidence in our flesh. I don't trust, my, I don't, I don't trust my flesh and my feelings. At you know? all. Mm-hmm. At all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, God's word is true. I have to yes. do it because I, there's so much that I need him to forgive me for. There's things that I think to this day that God has to reveal to me. You really thought you were right, but you were wrong. You couldn't have Ooh. told me I wasn't. So, I mean, I even I haven't even just really tapped into that. I mean, there's some stuff I know I was wrong and I need to forgive, but there's some things where I really thought I was right. Mm-hmm. Girl, let me, right, let me tell you, I'm, and I'm up, go on mute. I remember when uh, Dion was doing some coaching. Have a good day. Have a good day. So, um, she was doing some, uh, I was uh, taking some coaching from her. And we had to, uh, and I, I talk about this often, often, as often as I can. And she, she said, you know what, you need to go to a, find a few people and you need to ask them to um, really talk about you. You have to ask them how they feel. I believe it was a few things that we, you know, 
uh, had had to ask. I kept the email. Every now and then I'll go back and visit the email and look at these people that I uh, emailed. And one of them who I esteem highly even today because sometimes people are not willing to be really honest with you. And mm-hmm. that, that way our process on how we allow people to uh, speak into our lives, that's a big, huge part. You know, or our friendships or sisterhoods or brotherhoods or whatever. You know, our process sometimes needs to be different because we really like to feel coy and quaint with people and all mm-hmm. fuzzy when they come around. And then they can't tell us when we're wrong. That, that's, that's the problem. Sure, I'm going to have to go on mute. <laughs> but um, one of the things that she, one, one of the things that I I asked this person, and um, at the end of the day, she gave me everything just like Apostle Paul does. He gives us all the good stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But or like, uh, um, and then at the end, the list, and then at the end of the list, he gives us all the sweet stuff, and then that one thing, this little bitter thing. Well, I'm like, mm-hmm. what? This whole thing hurts. I said. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what, is it, what is the one thing that you feel that I need to change? And she said, you know what? Uh, she said, I love how, you know, you're candid. I love how this, this, I wish I was like you like this. She said, but I believe that you're self-righteous. Mm. <laughs> but wait a minute. Let me tell you. I was, girl, let me, after I read it, I was fine until I got to that part. I broke down crying because I was like, I am not self-righteous. I don't know. I just been through all this. You know, I just thought this, that is not me. That's not in my character, you know, and everything. And I remember just talking to Dion about, I was just, girl, I was tore up about that thing, you know. Right, right, right. Not bad of all things. Of all of them. You be a liar. I'd rather be a liar. I'd rather be a liar. Bible tells us, let a man examine himself. We only do that when it's time for a crack and some juice. <laughs> but it's so very important that we examine ourselves. And most times we flash out and we spaz out because we know it's the truth. And we just heard it on from a different tongue. <laughs> because our tongue has been saying, we've been telling us something that, you know, you need to do better. You know, you got to do that right. You know, you need to do it. But then when somebody else comes and says, uh-uh, they judging me. No. Right. Mm-hmm. They're telling you the truth. Mm-hmm. They're telling you the truth. And the fact that they even considered that they would even say it and not give you the bubbly stuff. Girl, and, and she don't, but she, this this one, honey, don't, she, she don't waste no words or whatever. She's, half the time, you don't even know what she's thinking, you know. <laughs> and and it, was, it was good for me, girl, because I like to think that I can read people real well. I can, mm-hmm. you know whatever, mm-hmm. honey, but when I say she let me have it in a good, good way, mm-hmm. and sometimes, mm-hmm. like you said, we trip about who we receive it from. Mm-hmm. We see, we got to mm-hmm. check, as, as the called, we got to check that, too. <laughs> right, and and this is my thing. I, I, um, I have someone in my life that says, you know what, I can't be in your life if I can't help you be better. And I didn't, I mean, that statement alone had me in tears when I hung up the phone, because I had to process that. 
because sometimes you have so many people around you that's not trying to, you know, at some point when you're growing, we just around you. But they said, I need to make sure that you get to destiny. I can't be around you if I can't push you to destiny. And I was just kind of like shook, like, wow, because I have, I, I've, I've said that to other people, but to actually have someone say that to me was different. And so I had to, I now almost took a sense to like, who's around me? Why is nobody else trying to, and it played into those broken friendships, those broken relationships. And it opened up really an area that I didn't know that I had been harboring hostility. And I was like, you know what? I need to let people, I need to let that go. Like, are you, are you serious? And this is the thing. If I am in your life and I can't tell you the truth, then probably should move mm-hmm. if I can't tell you the truth after you say after you've given me permission you know tell me when I'm wrong tell me if I'm out here foul if I tell you and then I don't talk to you for six months is you mad and then then maybe I'll I'll move along but you won't say that I was in your life and didn't tell you the truth that part that part mm-hmm. I, look <laughs> I'll say it like this I'd rather lose you for a season Mm-hmm. Then watch you be lost for a lifetime. That's mm-hmm. mean. Mm-hmm. It is mean. That's mean. Mm-hmm. That's, I don't care what nobody say. It's mean to see. I listen. I asked that question or that series of questions, Vonda. That's where I got it from. I asked those questions because uh, if I don't, I'll be down the street somewhere, thinking mm-hmm. I'm icy. I ain't got that kind of time. Mm-hmm. I'll be thinking I'm raw, and I, no. I refuse to get my face slapped off in public. I'm not. I'm sorry. Look, I'm probably like my open up my laptop and let me let me start emailing with y'all too. Yeah. <laughs> you let me preach that whole message with my slip and my girdle. I swear. Listen. Listen. With some tissue on my shoe. You mean right. you don't like me? You right. You like me. Right. You're not a friend. You're not a friend. But in all that forgiveness is uh, I think I think we we all uh should eat from that plate and sip from that cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, but that's you know that's how you form relationships. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think that, you know, um uh it's it's a dangerous thing to always, you know, that when you hear people talk about I never get mad, you know, they never get angry, or they have relationships that haven't gone or have been tried with some friction, you know, that's that's a whole nother piece. You know, when you start saying that, you know, someone is your friend, have y'all ever how do y'all disagree? How do y'all fight? How do you you know, that that that's something that you need to think about because mm-hmm. if you're not able to take anything nine times out of ten, you don't have long lasting relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you if you're fifty years old and you don't have a relationship that any relationships in your life that are at least twenty years that lasted over twenty years, that's kind of weird. You know, mm-hmm. or there is, there is no one you know um, 
like I said, we, we talk, there's no one who you can bounce this stuff off of that mm-hmm. you can talk to who can actually validate, you know what, that, you know what, your process, you're doing good, you're doing well. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's not just to have people in your life that kind of point these things out to you, you know, um, that, you know what, this area of forgiveness, you know, it's, 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 not, it's not just tricky, but you know what, you have to submit your own will. Because mm-hmm. now we're the called. Our lives are not our own anymore. It's the thing mm-hmm. that we have to do. And we Absolutely. do and we and we do it until it doesn't feel like a sacrifice. It mm-hmm. just it's just what we do. Mhm. Mhm. That's know? part of that's part of the uniform. Mm-hmm. That's part of that's part of putting on Christ. Is that I don't forget my forgiveness boots because I'm gonna need them. Because yes. this this life Good is full of offenses. Okay. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. I'm not going to allow Ravonda to continue to offend me by having so much fun with just you and Dion as if y'all are at Starbucks having coffee or something early in the morning. No, ma'am. Not on my watch. Please mute your line. Listen. Yes, ma'am. When you said, when you said, good morning, first of all, when you, I, I think that forgiveness has become one of my favorite subjects. Um, mm-hmm. when you, as you talked this morning, when you said, don't you put your face on another flyer, I hollered out loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I got mm-hmm. a visual of all of the flyers that I've seen advertising. You're not, not saying that these people got stuff, right? But all these flyers that I've seen, really, when, when really what you need to do is go find a stadium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> find pick. A- and pick. And <laughs> pick. Any any row you want, any mm-hmm. any row you want, any section you want, you can even go down on the you can go down on the mm-hmm. front line, whatever they call that. Um, mm-hmm. and it, so you can take a break mm-hmm. and really examine yourself. Um, another mm-hmm. thing that um, and I apologize for the noise, y'all know I'm at the gym. Another thing that um, really stuck, stood out to me is that when Dion talked about capacity, and she mm-hmm. talked about her mom and her and her um, and her auntie, and I've been a witness to some. Not all of the intimate details, but in seeing how it tore at her heart, uh, but to be able to rejoice with her now and yes. seeing the healing that's taking place is so amazing. It's ironic that my oldest son and I were having a conversation about capacity because he's mm-hmm. ready to do some work now. He doesn't realize, though, the work that he wants to do really is going to impact him. He thinks that it's for somebody else. But really mm-hmm. what's going to happen is the work is going to impact him. And I'm excited about it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited about where he's going and what God is going to do. And here's the wow. thing that uh, I was going to give this analogy, and I'm sorry if I'm a little bit graphic, but I was with my kid, right? We were talking, mm-hmm. and I needed to break it down to him, you know, because he, he, he don't really, he don't know God like we do. He thinks he does, mm-hmm. but he don't. So I said to him, I said, imagine your 11-year-old son telling you that he had to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And you look at him like he's crazy and say, well, go. Right. What's wrong with you? You think I'm going to go? You think I'm going to wipe you too? Mm-hmm. If you don't get mm-hmm. out of here and go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. you can stand mm-hmm. there if you want to and use it on yourself. I'm not cleaning you up. Mm-hmm. I believe, mm-hmm. I believe mm-hmm. that that's how God does us sometimes. Not, mm-hmm. that, not to that degree, but it shook him up. God is mm-hmm. not going to do things for us that we can do ourselves. He's not going to go make you apologize. There you have it. There you have it. There you right, have it's a choice. it. That's it. Because Listen, you, you know, can set, there is something that goes off in you that you know that wasn't right. Of course. 
And, and you know when it's time for you to shut your mouth. You know when it's time. You even know when it's time for you to say, I'm sorry, please. Mm-hmm. Not, the, not the church apology. Well, if you mm-hmm. feel I did something that was wrong, then I want you to forgive me. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. Mm-hmm. You know you were wrong, right? So, so going back to the point where he's not going to make you apologize, but he will allow you to sit in your mess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got to go Absolutely. on mute. Bye. <laughs> Absolutely. Capacities are everything. Capacities on walking in forgiveness is 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 so crucial to understand. Um because at that point the expectation I that there's some when you understand and it all depends on the situ the, the situation as well. Understanding the capacity and understanding who you're dealing with. Um makes it easier it really makes it easier it makes it easier well it sounds like we've had a wonderful day here at triumphant tuesday we've declared much victory today and until we meet next week get ready for your next triumph love you family god bless you that was some good conversation listening to you guys. I just want to say that before we hang up. I'm just sitting here with my eyes wide open, just blinking like, wow, for real. Yeah, especially what wow. you just said, Daniel. That right there, the end of that right there, that just had me just like, wow. Why you sitting in it? Right. <laughs> I love you guys. I love y'all. Love you. <laughs> oh. Have a blessed day, everyone. Everybody you love y'all. Love you. I'm to